0: And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay.
1: Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash?
0: I just said our cash
1: isn't content. Shh. (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped.
1: The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks Captured on tape and heard around the world.
0: The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill.
1: FX is clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Your relationship doesn't have to make sense to anybody else in the world, except you and your partner.
0: Deadass, I agree with that. Mm. And I used to kind of wonder why people had to hide their significant other from social media. But as it continues to grow, I get it. Deadass? Deadass. Hey, I'm Kadeen.
1: And I'm Deval.
0: And we're the Ellis's.
1: You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys.
0: And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy.
1: Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. I'm going to take this story back
0: mm-hmm.
1: to when we were 19 years old.
0: Ah, oh, the good old days.
1: Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. All right.
1: This is a time when Kadeen had just moved into Hofstra. You and I were Could all into it. each other. Like all into each other every single day, doing this, doing that. I remember telling my father. When I was about 19, and I was like, I want to get married to this girl. And he laughed.
0: I didn't know you had a moment like that. Yeah,
1: I was 19. This was um, summertime. You had had the allergic reaction uh-huh. to the, um, the medication, medication yeah. the sulfur. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what was going to happen. I remember that feeling like, yo, like I don't know what life would be like if something happened to this girl. And I remember saying to my pops, like, I, I think I want to marry her. And he laughed. I was like, You're only 19. You have no idea.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then my mom was like, You know, don't you think you and Deval are, I mean, you and Kadine are, you know, moving too fast? You're playing house. Like, this isn't good for you guys. You guys need to take some space. And I remember Andrew English mm-hmm. saying to me,
0: Yeah, you're all roommate. <laughs> um,
1: oh, you guys love each other now. Okay. We'll see in a couple of months. I pretty much remember everybody that I spoke to mm-hmm. saying that you and I were never, ever, ever going to work. And now look at us. Now look at us. And the funny thing is, <laughs> they couldn't fathom this making sense mm-hmm. because we were so young and just doing everything that people told us we shouldn't be doing at that age. Right. And look at where we are now.
0: Just me and you.
1: Just the two of us. Hey, we can make it if we try. Just the two Two of us. us. You and I. Just the two of us. Hey, just the two of us, baby. That's it. Just the two of us. Riding
0: off into the sunset.
1: Oh, cause we we it's been sunny. It's been sunny. It's been some dark,
0: gloomy days. There's been some thunderstorms, some monsoons, yes, Yes. some Some tornadoes, Uh, all um, the things. Hurricanes,
1: Uh uh, earthquakes, (laughs) fires. (laughs) It's been, a lot.
0: it's been a lot. It's been a lot. In almost 20 years.
1: But it's been just the two of us.
0: All right. Well, let's take a break and then we can come back into unpacking story time and talking more about keeping social media opinions out of your relationship. Oh, no, no,
1: no, not just social media.
0: Everybody. Keeping
1: opinions in general yes. out of your relationship. Yes. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because
0: And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay.
1: Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash?
0: I just said our cash isn't content.
1: Shh. (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all. Losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp.
1: Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered.
0: When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day.
1: I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know... It doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here, they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion.
0: That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you.
1: Okay, guys, so we're back.
0: We are All back.
1: Right? And today I can't I can't wait to talk about this because I'm actually pretty proud of us. Yeah. Yes, I'm 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 proud of us because along this, this twenty year journey, there's been a lot of people mm-hmm. who told us that it wasn't gonna work doing it the way we doing it. Yeah. Like a lot of people. Right. We got friends, family, social media, like a lot of people. A
0: lot of y'all is out there. Betting against
1: us. Betting against us saying it was never going to work.
0: Right. And it's okay because we understand what it is. You know what I mean? No, like, it's not okay. You have seen certain things. No. No? It's, it's not, not okay. All okay. right. My husband says it's not okay. No, so it's, it's not okay. okay. Mm.
1: But go ahead. Finish what you were saying. But it's no, not I was okay. going to
0: say it's okay because people cannot foresee things when it's the road less traveled right Mm -hmm. because we're all inclined to do what everyone else is doing (laughs) most of the time or we're always seeking approval from the masses or from the family and the friends so in that effort to seek approval people usually will decide not to do the things that they want to do or will you know um, hide their feelings or, Mm -hmm. or dampen their feelings because they feel like you know what I don't want to have to deal with the scrutiny or the potential ridicule or the potential failure, because then you have the people that will hit you with the, well, I told y'all this wasn't going to work, you know? Right. So unless you're strong enough to deal with that or just don't want to deal with that, I can see how some people will succumb to that.
1: My, my issue with, with that is you exist in a relationship with, with the other person, Mm -hmm. right? When you're trying to figure out how this relationship is going to work with you, all the other people who are outside of the relationship, Have no dog in a fight. right? So to me, whatever advice they give you, you should take it with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because that person cannot teach you how to figure out your partner if Mm -hmm. they don't exist within your relationship. Mm -hmm. What I think happens to a lot of people is take social media, for example, right? They'll post things on social media about their relationship. And when other people say things about their relationship. Then they start to second guess what they're doing in their relationship. Mm-hmm. For example, it's going to be, a, I'm going to use an extreme example because it's, I want it to be extreme for a reason, right? Okay. What if you and I were swingers, right? Mm-hmm. And we enjoyed swinging. Mm-hmm. So then we say on social media, Kanina and I enjoy swinging. So now we put out that we're swinging. Of course, the vast majority of people are like, oh my God, what's the point of being married if you're going to include other people in your bedroom? What if right. it's da 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 right? So then once they say that, typically people are like, dang, they're right. Maybe I shouldn't be swinging. Mm-hmm. So then they stop swinging because they, they want to appease the people right. who are following them on social media mm-hmm. or their family right. or their friends. Because sometimes it's not social media. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's, you know, your family finds out that you're swinging and then it's... yeah. You shouldn't be doing that, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, You're or your disgraced. friends find you out. that way, blah, blah, blah. And okay. for the record, we're not swingers. Yeah, I'm say using that this, one more time, I'm y'all. using this extreme <laughs> example because Don't I,
0: start propositioning us. <laughs> Don't put me in your close friends when y'all be in your close friends fucking and doing all sorts of crazy shit. Because people do do that. Yeah.
1: And the funny thing is, we've we've recently saw a couple mm-hmm. through someone else's closest friends mm-hmm. Who openly have sex with their close friends, mm-hmm. and my first response was, "If they're happy doing that and it right. works for them, absolutely, then that's fine." There
0: was not one thing in my mind that was just like, "Oh, what are no. they doing? Why would they do that?" No, right. it was just like, "Oh, well."
1: If hey. they're enjoying it and they, mm-hmm. you know, they like it, then that's up to them, right? But what happens typically is they say, for example, like I said, the extreme example that we said we're swinging. All these people start to say that we shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Then we try to practice what those people say should work best for us. So now, in order to appease them, we start catering and curating our relationship to their wants Mm -hmm. as opposed to our wants. And now we're unhappy in our relationship, but we're putting on a facade to everyone else that we are in order to make them feel happy about our relationship. That makes no sense, but a lot of people do that. And, And one thing I'll say I'm proud of us, I don't think that we've ever done that.
0: We've never done that with our relationship. We don't do that even with our content that we put out there on social media. It's a very parallel situation. That's true. You know, we've been asked a ton of times, like, you know, your content, where does it come from? What do you guys decide what you're gonna put out there or not? Do you listen to the comments and then change your content if people don't agree with this or people are not watching that? Mm -hmm. And the response is always no. No. Because what happens is we're gonna put content out and the people that it's meant for and the people who are going to receive it will receive it. And if you don't, it just was not meant for you.
1: No. And then the Simple. truth of the matter is, is that's how it is with relationships. Yeah. Right. People have to learn to live within their relationship and stop seeking approval from people outside of their relationships that don't matter, mm-hmm. whether it's social media, family and friends. So trouble. Trouble. Went and printed up some facts and awful. stats. You know, I love you. Your, your trouble is terrible. I know. You I know. need to. Man, I'm just
0: going to retire it. Guys. Just
1: stop. Stop. Mm-hmm. Let me do the trouble. All right. It. Okay. Three powerful ways influences <laughs> impact your relationships. They will mm-hmm. either speak truth or breathe lies to you, shaping your mood opinions towards your husband and your marital foundation, mm-hmm. husband or wife. Influencers will plant seeds of desires in your heart, mind that will determine your actions, mm. will either encourage or discourage you in your dreams for your marriage. Gotcha. Right?
0: So influencers meaning people who are, Putting content out there, like for no, 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 This is not just about social media. Not just about social media. It's just media. influencers. Oh, okay. So
1: what happens is, is we'll we'll get into any influence, any influences. For mm-hmm. example, um, for example, the hidden negative influences, sugar coated goodness. Right. Mm. You know that best friend you love that mm-hmm. always has your back. I'm going to be honest with. I'm going to be honest if her having your back is more of her agreeing to everything you say. She is not the influence. He or she is not the influence you need. Keep her as a best friend, sure. Talk to her about challenges within your marriage. No, by her constantly agreeing with you, she is confirming lies you may, you might be telling yourself, and it's obviously biased. Yes. So this is what happens, right? For th- for this example, you and I both have friends. Mm-hmm. Some of us have those friends who are like yes friends. Yes friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying so. When I'm mm-hmm. upset at you, right? If I decide to go to my friends that uh-huh. I know are going to yes me, and I just tell them this is what happened, this is what Kadeem did, right? Regardless of whether I'm wrong or not, mm-hmm. they're willing to just be like, "Yeah, bro, you need to do this." Or, "Yeah." Do bro. you
0: have any friends like that, honestly? Though, because I feel like within our
1: no, co- circle group, yeah, both
0: you and I in the palm of my hand can fit my closest friends, and I'll honestly say that at least for us, we don't have that. But everyone does have a friend that may, you know, most people have a friend, yes, friend, yeah. yes.
1: But and here's the thing with with my friends, uh, one of the people I confide in the most, my boy Dolo, then mm-hmm. um, I got my brother mm-hmm. Brian. These are two guys that I I confide in with my marriage Mm -hmm. because they'll give me an an unbiased, objective opinion, Mm -hmm. not only about myself, but about the entire situation. Mm -hmm. And they'll both code it only by saying, well, you know what goes on between you and Kadeen, Mm -hmm. but from what you're telling me. Mm -hmm. So even by them saying that is letting me know that they're putting a disclaimer like, listen, bro. You're the only one that knows. Mm-hmm. But based on what you told me, this is what I feel and this is what I see. And they'll hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. Accountability is important. Mm-hmm. But when you have that yes friend who doesn't ever want to hold you accountable because they're more, they feel more pleased by just having you like them. Right. That's a terrible person to seek advice mm-hmm. about your marriage.
0: That yes friend can tend to also be also transformed into what I like to call that Duracell friend. The energizer friend. The one that puts the battery in your back. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Y'all know about that friend that's just like, yes, like amping up the situation. And sometimes, you know, it could be a situation where you have a friend that could be jealous of your lifestyle. Absolutely. Jealous of your relationship. Maybe it's that single friend that has no, like you said, dog in the fight, or has no idea what it's like to even be involved in a relationship. Yeah. They may feel like they know you as a person, but then they have a responsibility, I feel like, to be honest with you and say, girl or bro, You know how you are. Uh Is it possible that it may have been seen this way? So you kind of want to make sure that when you are divulging these potential issues that you have within your relationship to someone, it's someone who can see Mm -hmm. both sides or at least acknowledge that there's both sides and not just yes you to death. Some people are okay with someone yesing them to death because they feel like, all right, well, I am right. That's what they want. That's what they want. And usually, I think for the most part, when people seek advice, I would say people seek advice for affirmation that they may be right. In their stance and not necessarily clarity or an opinion. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I feel like the vast majority of people, especially because of social media, and we're going to do a whole podcast on social media. Mm -hmm. But people want likes. Mm -hmm. People want approval. right? Especially people who may have some insecurities or may feel like the world is against them. They want that person that's just going to agree with them so they can feel strongly about their opinion. Mm-hmm. as opposed to finding someone who's going to objectively tell them based on what you told me this is how I feel and also say I can't give you the answers mm-hmm. right you have to constantly look for the answers within your relationship from your partner mm-hmm. but you can also seek counsel to gain a greater perspective exactly right and and that's what I don't want people to misconstrue right mm-hmm. seeking counsel to gain to gain a greater a, a greater perspective is not the same thing as seeking affirmation so that you can feel better about how you feel you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. about what's going on in your relationship Mm -hmm. and the difference is seeking counsel to create a greater perspective can also teach you to see from your partner's perspective they don't give you the answer of how to deal Mm -hmm. with the situation but they may say it's adding a layer maybe your partner is feeling like this And once again, that person is teaching you how to once again look towards your partner for the answer Mm -hmm. as opposed to saying, yeah, bro, you right. Mm -hmm. You should do this because you you get a lot of that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let my wife do that. Perfect Mm -hmm. example. We talked about finances Mm -hmm. on this podcast a lot. There was a point where we were struggling with our finances because we were learning how to work together as a team and build a foundation financially because we had different mindsets on finances mm-hmm. your parents didn't talk well with you about finances my father talked a lot to me mm-hmm. about finance so i felt like i was a little bit more prepared so when it came time to work with you on it i was just like how do i get kadeen to experience what i experienced i had some friends just be like nah this is why she need to pay half the rent she need to pay half the mortgage she need to do this and i was just like that but that's not that's not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That wouldn't be fulfilling that to That wouldn't you. be fulfilling to me, number one, but that's not how our relationship works. And they're like, well, in my house, we do this. And then for me, I could have been like, well, let me try to do what they do in their house. Right. But that might not have been the answer. So I chose not to do it. And mm-hmm. we figured out our way through constantly talking about it. But I did listen to their perspective, mm-hmm. but I didn't just say I'm going to curate my relationship to look like yours. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely.
0: It to- makes total sense. Makes I think sense. a lot of
1: people need to learn that. And speaking of curating relationships to look like others, mm-hmm. the innocent comparison game.
0: All right. Can I, can I, can go I ahead, talk about this, this one? Because I was looking this at this one. I was like, mm-hmm, we <sighs> all know these people here. Social media couples. You know the ones who be living it up on vacation, 300 days out of the year couples? Them. Stop it. Unfollow <laughs> them. <laughs> what good are they bringing you if you have to feel like your marriage is somehow missing out because it doesn't look like theirs? It's a negative influence, and you need to cut that follow cold turkey. Now, it can be two things, I think, with this. Mm-hmm. You follow those couples that are on vacation and doing their thing and whatnot because it's it's an aspirational lifestyle aspirational that's lifestyle. very there involved in social media, right? Uh-huh. So you follow people that make you feel good, or you follow mm-hmm. people that you, know, you might say to yourself, you know what, I can envision myself doing this mm-hmm. one day or doing that one day based off of what you see. So I don't know if it's necessarily a hard unfollow for me, but if it's a thing where you feel like, man, these people are on vacation 300 days out the year and I'm just, you know, counting down till I get my little two weeks vacation so I can go away. Don't be fooled. A lot of times there's recycled content because they're going to shoot thousands worth of content on their one week Mm -hmm. vacation and then stretch that joint out for about three months. Smokes and mirrors, y'all. Smokes and mirrors. Protect your mental health if that's the case. If you need to unfollow, do that. But I think you need to kind of take that with a grain of salt and just understand that what you see on social media is not necessarily always the reality.
1: But but the truth of the matter is is that you can't blame those couples for posting that way. No, can't you can't. You, you have to you have Absolutely. to say to yourself like like you just said, if looking at this content makes me feel good and makes me inspired to get up and work harder so I can reach that point in my life, it's mm-hmm. good. If it makes you look at your spouse and be like, we don't fucking go nowhere, (laughs) then that's a horrible follow because now what you're doing is comparing your life to other people's life and you don't know how real that life is. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we're going to talk in full about social media Mm -hmm. on another episode, but what I, what i think is important that you brought up is how it makes you feel mm-hmm. right if you're following people and it's constantly making you become more self-loathing mm-hmm. more depressed mm-hmm. more jealous mm-hmm. and give you more anxiety and look at your partner like you know i wish you would do things like this person right that's a bad way to to be in a relationship with someone and that someone. might just
0: even be a per- a person thing a person to person thing and i say that because Even the story about us, I think we might have told it before where we used to go down and visit our friends um, who were a married couple at the time that lived in Virginia, Mm -hmm. had a huge home out there. We would drive down and go for weekends and have a ball out there. And for us, we saw that as like motivation. Like we'd go down there. It was almost like being on a resort for a weekend. And then we would just take that drive back to New York. Right. Feeling so inspired and feeling like, man, one day we want to be able to live comfortably like this where our children will Mm -hmm. have space and we'll have space and we can have space to entertain our friends and family and have them over and for us we didn't take that as damn now i'm going back to this right sucky ass apartment in brooklyn and now i'm mad at Deval because he he bring me back to the you know crown heights (laughs) you know on new york avenue i'm like damn you know instead of that being the approach for us that was something we continued to do because we felt inspired by that so it could be a person-to-person thing and how you tend to dissect it's always
1: situation listen it's always a person a person thing that's why you can't blame the influences mm-hmm. whether it be family or friends or social media you have to look within mm-hmm. right first as a person you have to look within and saying what influences are making me negatively uh feel feel negatively about my spouse right but then you have to look inwardly at the relationship and saying what can we do mm mm-hmm. To create a better life for ourselves, as opposed to looking outward Mm -hmm. and saying, how can our lives mimic this? Because even mimicking someone else may not make you happy. You could spend all of your time saying, I'm going to curate my life to be exactly like this person. For example, what if you're not into swinging, Mm -hmm. right? You and I, we're not into swinging, Mm -hmm. right? Say we're having a rut sexually, which happens in marriages. And it's like, dang. How can I get out this rut, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to saying, let me speak to my wife and figure out what my wife wants and needs and figure it out. A lot of people say, well, that couple looks like they're having fun. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. So then you ask them, what are y'all doing? And they say, oh, we're swinging. <laughs> now, you're trying to swing with your wife, <laughs> right?
0: And it's a whole and, ass fight. <laughs> and
1: you go to a party and it's a swinger party. And now your wife is over there sucking somebody else's dick and now you mad. <laughs> Now you mad because you tried to act like the swingers. Your wife is enjoying herself. Next
0: thing you on Jerry Springer.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and all because you tried to curate your life from swinger to uh, Springer y'all. From swinger to Springer. That's from from swinger to Springer. You you tried to curate your life for somebody else. Jerry Look, we see what that. you used my to watch childhood. as a kid. Yes, I did. Wasn't you supposed to be in school?
0: I was in school, but when I went to meet my grandmother, after we used to sit, we have some <laughs> tea and some hardo bread, and watch all the stories and all the shows. So, shout out to my grandmother. May she rest in
1: peace. Yeah, shout out to Grandma Joseph. But you, but, but you, yeah. you understand, no, I completely like, get it. When you try to curate your life like someone else's, thinking that because their happiness looks so great that you could have their happiness, and you try it, and you feel pissed. <laughs> That's when it's like, you see, all you have to do is speak to your, your partner. That's it. Speak to your partner. you
0: And then also, too, to piggyback on that whole thing, we talk about unfollowing. But then you also kind of know what boundaries are needed for you to kind of clear your mind or clear your space in yeah. certain things. Because if you're not a person that is able to follow these things that you tend to see or as aspirational or you tend to see as feel-goods, mm-hmm. if they in turn are making you not feel good, then you should be able to know. You know what? I need to unfollow. I need to block. I need to create this boundary with this family member or this friend mm-hmm. who is not just putting healthy thoughts in my mind. Absolutely. So boundaries are very, very. Speaking important, when you said friend and
1: families, the desensitizer, which is next. This Ooh. is a more. This is more important than social media the desensitizer, because our generation okay. has been caught with this one more than social media. Because social media is fairly new, fairly new, right? Yeah,
0: for us at least. Yeah.
1: What you hear and see, Hollywood has such a great way of glamorizing everything, mm, talk about it. including thinking patterns, ideas, and behaviors that are dangerous for marriages. Be aware of the shows you are watching over and over. Do not let their ideas and desires eventually become yours, especially mm. how you treat your husband or wife. Again, there is a lot more science behind what you're allowing your brain to receive than what you realize.
0: Wow, that's huge.
1: For example, and I'm going to become from, from a male standpoint, right? Okay. Hollywood has made us... Fall in love or glamorized with the knight in shining armor, Mm. right? You have to be this way in order to be considered a knight in shining armor, right? You have to be tall, dark, handsome, make money, perfect teeth, abs, and you have to find a woman who is a damsel in distress that you can save. Mm. right Hollywood tells us these stories yeah, all the time giving Idris giving Disney chestnut. is yeah you see what I'm saying yeah, yeah. Disney is has shown us and while they aren't, haven't done Disney movies no so, but you know. they have been part of movies romantic comedies yes. where they've saved the woman right mm-hmm. so as a man we've been taught in our life like I need to find a woman to save Right. Went from Hollywood, like right. that's part of it, right?
0: Meanwhile, these new age women is like don't need to be saved. What you ain't gonna do is save me, baby. You see what I'm saying? Okay? Yes. And then, and and what if, what if save you
1: yourself? Meet, what if you you find a woman who not only doesn't need to be saved, mm-hmm. but what if you need to be saved? Mm. and you find a woman who can bring more into your life to be of service to you to help you mm-hmm. and you can serve her in ways. Right. So now you're trying to curate your relationship to based on what you've seen in Hollywood, right. but you fall in love with a woman who doesn't fit the damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. Or if you're a woman and you fall into a man who doesn't fit the tall, dark, and handsome, right. but now you're like, well, he's not what I expected, Right. but I'm in love. Mm. So you know what? you know what these people try to do? They try to change their spouse. Or they
0: try to talk themselves out of it. How many times have true. we seen a, a person that is with somebody that treats them like, like you We've know, We've you know, does everything for them, is there for them, is like the, the, all the things, but it's like homegirls glutton for punishment because she was with the homeboys in the past. That is true. Who were treating her like shit? So now it's like, oh my god, there's this one person that just adores me, but he does not necessarily fit the mold of what I thought I He's wanted. He's not the prototype. So I'm gonna talk this talk myself out of this. What could be? My forever
1: person. And we are all guilty of creating an idea of our forever person based on the things that we've watched on TV. Yes. I know our generation in particular because we watched a lot of TV. There was no YouTube and Google back then. So we watched TV and said, I want my person to look like everything that I've seen. Yeah.
0: And before social media, there's reality television. Mm -hmm. Think about all the shows where they're showing these lifestyles that are supposed to be something glamorized, which Mm -hmm. I think over time has shown to be more hot messes than anything. Absolutely, But um, there's that influence out there that i I think people still compare their relationships to regularly Mm
1: -hmm. and here's the last one go ahead the
0: unavoidable negative influences so we say unavoidable in quotes right yes families which i don't necessarily think is unavoidable because we did have the episode where we talked about ridding ourselves of that Mm -hmm. however they are unavoidable to some degree but you have to remember that within families that ground rules are necessary Mm -hmm. remember we talked about boundaries right and Really, talk to your husband or wife about being a united front. Family members have a way of being able to create sparks in marriages. Not, mm-hmm. the, good time. Not the good kind, y'all. Um, so tread lightly and look to see how the influences of your family is either positive or negative to your relationship, especially your dreams as a couple. So if you were, or if I were you, I would... Uh, purge out the negative influences in your marriage and only seek the positives.
1: So you and I talked about this. There was a point where your mom was thinking that we want to do things the right way. Mm-hmm. My mom was thinking we weren't doing things the right way. My dad was thinking we weren't doing things yep. the right way. And we didn't purge them out of our lives because this had the unquote unavoidable because you can avoid them in some degree. Right. Um, and we did avoid. But you avoided your, my mom for I two years. I avoided your mom <laughs> for two years. But you and I also avoided yeah. going to my parents' home for times because we wanted to live a certain way no
0: exactly yeah i remember the times we lived in michigan and your your dad um <laughs> <laughs> we would come back to new york <laughs> this used to this is the grind deval's gears y'all at this point we were deval was in the nfl and we were in michigan living in detroit together um and bought they came home. to bought a home and everything they came to visit us i think it was for thanksgiving or yep. some holiday and his parents came and stayed with us and all was mm-hmm. well couple weeks or months after we go back to new york now to stay in new york for a couple days or weeks or whatever and deval's dad pretty much tells us that we are not allowed to sleep together in the same room in his home because we're not married yet right. deval blew a whole gasket I he did. was just like excuse me right. first of all you came to my house in michigan yep a couple weeks ago and stayed there comfortably because you wasn't about to pay for no hotel room nope However, now that I'm in your house, and I was like, well, Deval, it is his house. I guess it's his rule.
1: But So you know what we did? We didn't stay at his house. <laughs> we didn't stay in his house. Nope. We didn't stay in his he house. He was and
0: concerned about the influence we would be to his sister and all kinds yes. of stuff. And Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Deval's still not convinced. I'm not
1: convinced of that. One thing I know about my father is he's extremely frugal. <laughs> so he was he was willing to, at that time, Bypass his morals and his moral compass to stay at our house because he was not going to pay for a hotel for a week, <laughs> and my sister was there, right with so us. So my sister watched us live in our own house and sleep in the same bed every night. But then when we came to live in New- in Brooklyn, it was like, oh, I don't think it's appropriate. If you really didn't think it was that appropriate, your ass would have stayed in a hotel when you was in Michigan. Scoop, I love you, know you and I saying? always try to have your back, but you, I couldn't on this one, bruh. <laughs> and, and and the thing is, um, it's fine because it's your house, right? Absolutely, we're gonna respect it. But the point is, people have been telling us our entire relationship how we should do things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: From parents to, to to cousins to, well, our sisters and brothers always have always been supportive of us. Yes. But friends, social media, mm-hmm. like there's always been a group of people who've always been like, no, you should live this way. Mm-hmm. And we've ignored them. Yeah. And I think in part because we've ignored them is the reason why we've had success finding our our niche Mm -hmm. within our own marriage Mm -hmm. because realistically no one can tell me how to treat kadeen other than kadeen right no one can tell me what kadeen wants and needs other than kadeen yep so why would i even ask someone Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying no i
0: completely understand what you're saying allow me to play devil's advocate though okay real quick okay so we're talking about the unavoidable negative influences that are family yes what do you do in the circumstance where you see a friend, a sibling, uh, you know, a family member who may legitimately be in a toxic relationship or may be talking to someone who you can kind of foresee right. that this is a fuck boy or fuck girl and mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want them to be with that family member. Right. But the person may not be as receptive mm-hmm. to your advice or they may think that you're just hating on the relationship or you're speaking of a place of being jaded or t- tainted by your own absolutely absolutely so like how do we decipher when it's okay to give that honest opinion
1: so here's here's the truth right it's always okay to give that honest opinion
0: solicited or unsolicited Un-
1: so especially if you think it could be to someone's detriment right mm-hmm. so if you think someone could be hurt mm-hmm it's always okay to say this is what I see, mm-hmm. but it's not okay to tell someone this is what you should do. Mm. You see what I'm saying?
0: So offering up the advice or the opinion, or as my family would say, my spirit don't really take that that person <laughs> there. Right. You know, we've always had yes. that, or to be like their energy, something about the energy. I don't know, but just beware.
1: Right. <laughs> you know. Right. Th- and, and the thing is, it's fine. Yeah. But when when it's not fine is when that person crosses the line and say, you need to do this to that person, or mm. you need to not do this with that person because Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying that that person who's looking also has a very limited perspective because they're not existing within the relationship. So I'm not saying that what they see is not valid, Mm -hmm. but what they see is from their perspective. Mm -hmm. They can give you their perspective and you have the right to either receive it or not receive it. Mm -hmm. But when someone starts telling you how you should behave within your relationship, that's completely wrong. Because that person doesn't even have enough information to tell you how to move within your relationship. Mm -hmm. But they do have the right to always tell you what they see because you may have blinders on And may not be able to see what that person sees. But that's why it's okay to take someone's perspective, log it, Mm -hmm. and say, let me think about this. But then I still have to speak to my partner Mm -hmm. about what I want, what I need, and find out what he or she wants and needs. You understand what I'm saying? No, I
0: completely get that. Because I feel like at least if you give an opinion and you're not necessarily making moves to then break this couple up or something like that mm-hmm. if it's just an opinion that's okay because i a story came to mind that i, I can probably can't tell it because it'll just do too much however there's a there's somebody that i know who mm-hmm. was in a relationship with someone still to this day in the relationship but said family member came along and was just like mm, i don't like that person for you mm-hmm. i don't think y'all should be together and then they were like well I'm in love. This is what it is. Mm -hmm. This person going to be around. That's what it is. Said person went back and tried to literally like find ways to break them up. Wow. And then once those failed and then once the couple found out about these said person trying to break them up. Yeah. She no longer wanted to have any relationship with this person. Right. And then it's a family member. Right. So how do we then go on to make things, you know, continue to be just normal you know how can it be normal from here on out it can't be
1: it can never be normal
0: it can never be normal but it's just the fact that someone was actually going through like these drastic lengths to break up somebody but (laughs) i relationship
1: you know but that happens meanwhile
0: i had no relationship of their own
1: see but but that happens often because then it says well why did why was the person going to those extremes to do that and Mm -hmm. then you just mentioned it right misery loves company that part and sometimes people are are so blinded by their own misery that they're not able to see that someone else is legitimately happy yeah. you're know, like that's a reality yeah. And I think that's all you know? that
0: should matter that's all that should matter
1: i mean it, it's easy to say that that's all that should matter but people don't operate that way yeah. like if we existed in a utopia where people just focused on what should really matter we would have no issues <laughs> that's true but that's that's not the case <laughs> that is very true you know and and if we're being 100% honest yes because 99% of the world's wealth is controlled by 1% of the population mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in this world who are unhappy about their situation seriously mm-hmm. and when people are unhappy it's hard for them to find happiness in other people's right. joy right right so it's just like you know what there's a lot of like cynical people out there in the world which is another reason why you can't trust your relationship in the hands of other people Mm -hmm. like if we if we really really think about it Mm -hmm. if me and you are going to build a life together the, the perfect life we want what point does it make to ask other people or accept other or accept other people's advice or opinions about how you and I are going to build our life. Right. We're the only ones that have to live it. That's a fact. They can watch, but they really can't help. Mm-hmm. They can't. And when you start to use them as your barometer of our happiness, now you in a fucked up place. Mm-hmm. Because you could be perfectly happy, but it's like... Let me see if other people are happy for me. Mm-hmm. And then when they start to give their opinions about things and then that starts to weigh on you and their projections start to become your reality, other people's... Oh, i got a bar. <laughs> other people's projections can never become your reality.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the bar.
1: I'm going to say it, it again. That's bar, I'm going to say it one more time.
0: Say it again. Say it again. Other
1: people's projections can never become your reality. And the minute you make their projections your reality, you're living in a fake space that you'll never be able to find happiness in because it's not real. It's just someone else's projection. Mm-hmm. Now you're trying to exist and make their projection your reality. You'll never live up to that standard. Yep. Ever. It's
0: curated content at that point, y'all. Exactly. How does curated content do? Doesn't engage
1: well. Do- doesn't engage well. <laughs> doesn't engage Bar. well. Curated content doesn't, doesn't engage well. well. Mm. That's the truth, though. It's truth. If you curate your life to that's fit other fact. people's life, it will never work.
0: That's a fact. Your marriage is only as strong as the influence you keep. That's pretty dope. It is. and Johnson said that. That's, it that's is. That's pretty dope. And it, what we do, we tend to, if we wanted to seek advice or seek some sort mm. of, you know. Counsel. Counsel from someone. Then you have the select people who you know you can do that with. Yes. We have couples who have been married longer than us together Mm -hmm. still you know have had of course their fair share of trials and tribulations have raised children and all that so you tend to my advice too would be to seek the counsel from people who are living similarly to what you live or you aspire to be like because i'm not going to seek parenting advice from a person who has no No kids
1: kids. right you know and vice versa when it comes to marriage and whatnot But it's also important to say that seeking counsel doesn't mean that you have to mimic their life. No. Because ultimately that's the issue, right? Mm -hmm. People try to mimic other people's happiness or they try to curate what they think is happiness. And if it's not real or if it doesn't work for you, then you'll never find it. Then you start to feel more depressed, right? Um, James and Shonda, they've Mm -hmm. been married Longer That's exactly than what us. came to mind I know. when I thought about it. They've yeah. been married longer than us. Yeah. They have three boys. Yeah. Well, at the time we met them, we had three boys. You, mm-hmm. you had just gotten pregnant. So now we have four boys. Mm-hmm. But two of their boys are college graduates. Mm-hmm. Division One scholarship athletes, right? So we have children who aspire to be athletes. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to seeking advice or seeking counsel, mm-hmm. I'm going to seek counsel from someone who lived that life already. But even when I speak to James, mm-hmm. James never says, bro, You got to do it like this. Mm -hmm. He says to me, you have to find ways to communicate Mm -hmm. with your spouse or your sons so that you can get the um, result that you want. Mm -hmm. So when he was talking to me, I'm like, he's really not giving me any answers. No, he's not giving me. a. He's almost telling you, look within, bro. That's literally (laughs)
0: look within because, you know, your wife and your son's best and you know how to communicate with them.
1: I kid you not, Kadeem, the best advice I always get from people is always people who are telling me find better ways to communicate so I can get the answers from the people who I'm trying to build a relationship with, whether it's my wife or my sons. Yes. And I'm starting to realize like none of these people who gave me these advice gave it to me and told me do it like this
2: Mm -hmm.
1: because that's a controlling aspect too, right? Of course. When someone tells you to live this way, they want to control you. Mm -hmm. But when someone's telling you to find ways to communicate so you can find the answer within that's someone who truly has your best interest at heart. You know who was good for that for me? Dolo. Mm-hmm. When I used to go in there and vent about the issues we had, Dolo never ever said to me, nah, bro, you got to move like this. He always pointed out the ways that I might have messed up in our communication process. For example, I say we were, we're going over bills. and His first thing would be like, well, when you said it, Davao, how did you say it?
0: Because mm-hmm. he knows because you me. may say things. And, and he <laughs> yeah. knows me and he was just yeah.
1: like, well, she's not a child. She's not a, a, a prototype mentee. Mm-hmm. She's not an employee. Right. So if you're speaking from a, a, a place of, of being authority, condescending or condescending, authority, yeah. she's not going to receive it well. Sure don't. You know what I'm saying?
0: Sure. I got one daddy.
1: So you got two now. But, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the scenario or the venue. Facts. But, but yeah.
1: when we talk about finances, you ain't try to hit none of that. that. Nah. But um, I, I was starting to understand Mm-hmm. His, vi- his advice was never like, "Well, you need to give her more bills," mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying. Thank you, Joel.
0: I appreciate that. <laughs> I know, listen, I know you
1: would appreciate listen, that.
0: But no, I trust me. Vice versa goes the same for our friends that understand how you operate, and I do as well. Yeah, Christina, yeah. who we had on this season. Oh yeah, Christina very, very, very Always gave good advice. Always gave good advice. So we appreciate having our little circle yeah. of friends, or our big circle of friends. Yeah, they're little but big in our <laughs> life. If that makes sense. <laughs> All right, y'all. Let's go um, pay some bills. I think that was a good time, right? and then Absolutely. we' can come back, and we're going to see what's going on with y'all this week. Bet. in the listener letters, all right? So stick around, we'll be back.
1: During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple of things that are important to most people I know: comfort and style. Crocs', classic clogs and sandals have both covered.:
0: When I'm talking about style, I mean personal style. There are just so many colors and so many gibbet charms that you can add to the Crocs to make them unique. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood, to match your personality, to fit the occasion, and you can change them up day to day.
1: I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now, let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than Crocs, clogs, and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here... They're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushion.
0: That's right. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you.
1: You may be aware that most people who are black have O blood type. Every donation counts and makes a difference in someone's life. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.
0: All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this near yes near the og that i used for years has now leveled up and they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing my personal favorite coconut oil and vitamin e because it's gentle on my skin and down to the body cream rich cocoa butter and vitamin e body cream which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity okay It works in as little as three minutes, no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new Sensational Shower and Body Creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair
3: Body and Shower Creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: All right, guys, we're back with Listener Letters.
0: Yes, sir. Ladies first today. Okay. All right. Going to try my best to keep this short, and it's not. But thank you, <laughs> Proceeds though. Proceeds to write novel. <laughs> <laughs> we love it, though. Okay. I'm a single mother. I'm 28, soon to be 29, a Leo. I've been seeing this guy for about two years now. I have known him since high school. I've always had a thing for him since the day I saw him. Sounds like me, you babe. Mm-hmm. Once we started seeing each other, things were great in the first few weeks. Then soon after everything changed, he started acting different would ghost me for days, even weeks at a time, then wow. come back like, hey, what you doing? That, wow. <laughs> I've heard that people hate that what you doing text after not having wow. a text for a long time. Okay, so maybe I'm just naive or just blinded, but during all this time, I fell in love. Wow. I'm going to explain how. We spend some time together, and it's very few people that I connect with on so many levels. So I'm really confused on how someone treats me like I mean nothing, but he means so much to me. When we're together, we have bomb conversation. We've been out together a few times. I used to love the late night car rides with music playing in the background. We would just park and talk. I made dinner for his man. He's great with my no, son. I made dinner for this man. Oh, I made dinner for this man. So him, I thought you should make sure to make dinner for everybody. <laughs> I made dinner for this man. He's great with my son and really a great person overall. He told me how he feels about me, but he sucks at showing it. Mm -hmm. I love the way he makes me feel when we're together. I feel like a woman. I feel loved, secure. The way he holds me, the way he looks at me, I feel I can be the best and worst with him. He motivates me. He makes me want to reach for every single goal that I've set for myself. Oh, this is getting really mushy. I love it. Mm -hmm. I have so many insecurities about myself and he tells me that I'm beautiful and he sees nothing wrong. But at the same time, he makes me feel like I'm nothing and me nothing. So he says he doesn't want a relationship right now. I told him... (laughs) I'd rather be your best friend and wait and just support him with his career. He's a rap artist and pretty well known in my city, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Very handsome guy. And I know it's all the kinds of women are after him. I really just want to know if something's worth working on or working towards. This is something to work towards.
1: <laughs> you squinting, baby. God. Why are
0: you squinting? Um, It just sounds like he doesn't want to settle down, sis. That's
1: what it sounds like.
0: He just doesn't want to settle down. And... He's making you feel all the things, and he may ghost you because there's a possibility that you might be making him feel all the things too. Or he just may be saying to himself, She's starting to feel a little bit more for me than I feel for her. So let me ease up so that way I don't hurt her feelings. So I, I can appreciate that he's not being a douchebag about the situation, but he's also right. not being upfront.
1: He I is think. being upfront. He said he doesn't want a relationship, and she may be one of many.
0: Oh, he did say that. Yes, he, he did, said he did, don't want a you're relationship. You're right. He, did, he was upfront with that. Yes, and he so it's she, not just the right. He acts. may
1: be a great guy. Yeah. He may honestly be a really great guy and very supportive and all this other stuff. And knows you're she, a great girl. And knows you're a great girl. But if he doesn't want a relationship, yes, he may have other women that when he's not spending time with you, he's mm-hmm. spending time with them. And I think he could be more forthcoming by saying, "Hey, we're not exclusive, so you know if there's someone else or not." Mm. But I honestly feel like if he's ghosting you for days and weeks at a time, mm-hmm. he's there's definitely other women, yeah. other people. Right. So I, I feel like when people show you who they are the first time, you believe them. That's a fact. He's a great guy. He he's makes you feel all of the feels, but he doesn't fully give you everything that you want and need. Mm-hmm. Unless she's willing to commit to telling him everything he wants and needs and telling him, which is going to sound crazy, but ultimately giving him an ultimatum saying, hey. I want to exist in this space with you exclusively. I don't like being ghosted. Mm-hmm. If he says, okay, cool, let's do this, then you know where you stand. If he says, nah, I'm good, mm-hmm. then you can go back to, like you said, being his best friend because right. you said you did like being friends. Mm-hmm. You can guys can be friends and then keep it there. Yeah. But right now it seems like they're both being mature adults. I don't get the ghosting thing. Mm-hmm. I know that that's a... um. That's like a, a date thing that happens with millennials and mm-hmm. Gen Zers now. Everyone yeah. talks about being ghosted. Being ghosted, yeah. But um, I never got it. I think it's a part to do with the fact that we don't communicate well as a generation. Yeah. You know, people that text, part. text, don't text. Call, right. don't call. Like, oh, I'm
0: awful with text messages. Sorry, y'all. Y'all already so, know. No it, love lost, but sometimes it be like that.
1: It do be like that. Yep. And and she, I think she needs to be upfront about exactly what she wants. Right. Tell him you don't like being ghosted. Tell him you want to be exclusive and you want there to be some consistency in communication. Mm-hmm. See what he says. If he says, I'm with it, let's try it. Give him grace as he tries. Mm-hmm. Give yourself grace as you learn each other. But if he says that he doesn't want to do that, mm-hmm. you got to be willing to say, hey. Yep, that's
0: I tried, your truth. but that's what I, you want. Right. Yep. Love that. Sounds good.
1: Number two. Hi, Kadena DeVal. My husband and I are big fans of your show. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for always being so real and transparent and letting your light shine. We appreciate you. Um, I really enjoy listening to you both talk about being married and how you redefine what marriage looks like for you. You two are goals. Uh, we appreciate thank that. Thank you. As my husband and I are vastly approaching one year of being married, I feel as if I haven't been able to fully enjoy this beautiful blessing because I feel guilty for slipping away from my family and friends. Family has always been extremely important to me. That was instilled in me as a young girl to never put anyone or anything before your blood. I feel guilty at times for my happiness and moving different now that I'm married, and I don't want this feeling to affect my marriage moving forward. My husband has been very supportive and patient with me as I deal with my emotions. I need your help. How did you overcome any feelings of leaving the family's You know to create a family with each other. I look forward to seeing y'all live one day. We will definitely be live soon. Yes. At Nashville as a stop. Much love and blessings to you. I'm going to let you take this one because you and your brother and your sister are mad close. Mad close. Wow close. Wow close. You became my wife. Yes. And there had to be not a separation but an Mm -hmm. understanding. So talk a little bit about how you went through
0: that so the great thing about this which I which I was waiting for to see if she would say in this is that she said her husband was very supportive and patient with her as she dealt with these emotions I think I can say the same for you in that you understand how important my family particularly my brother and sister are to me so you've always made provisions to say okay you miss your brother. You want him to come live with us for a little bit. My brother lived with us in Michigan when he was in the in the middle of transferring for schools months. for four months, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we're here in this house. I pop up and be like, hey, Sakari's coming to town tomorrow. You never bat an eye because at this point, mm-hmm. Sakari is like your sister. My sister, yeah. She's literally like your baby sister. So having the support of a spouse that allows you to still love on your family as needed, I think is something that's paramount and is very, very important. But, sis, it's you and your husband.
1: Mm, talk about it.
0: It's you and your husband. Talk about it. When you get married, what does the saying go? A, a woman leaves, a man leaves and, and cleaves to his woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot <laughs> how to <the> say <saying laughs> Bible quotes too. are not I know, up but to par. I know what the Bible but says
1: though. When a man finds a wife, them two create a family, and that becomes that your family. That becomes
0: your family. So, that in turn is your family. And I don't think. According to this, that your family is necessarily making you feel a way about having your husband because it seems like, according to this, because she hasn't mentioned it, that your family may be okay with it. And your family, I'm sure, understands that you are now someone's whole yeah. ass wife and you guys are going to be building a relationship together and, and then your own family, your own nucle- nuclear family if you decide to have children. so but,
1: but let me ask this question for her to feel guilt, that guilt has to be coming from somewhere. Guilt doesn't just come out of nowhere. I I
0: mean, yes and no, because I think about, for example, mom guilt. My kids don't necessarily say to me, mommy, you're not doing X, Y, Z for me to feel mom guilt. Mm -mm. It could just be me feeling guilt in myself because of how I want to move.
1: But what happens, though, when you leave, the baby cries. Mm
0: -hmm. That's
1: how you get guilt. Mm. Mom guilt comes from a reaction to something happening that's traumatic to you that you don't like to see. Right. Sometimes people don't typically get guilty when everything is going well. People typically get guilty when something is not going as planned. Yes and no. Right. Maybe
0: mom guilt is not the, the right analogy because I can tend to feel like I know, for example, if I walk away from Dakota, he's going to be fine. He's going to be happy. He's going to smile on my way out. Mm-hmm. But I still may feel bad about going away for a weekend, for example, and mm-hmm. leaving him behind. Recently felt that when we went to New York. You mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: Well, what was what was your, how, what caused that feeling?
0: It's just me wanting to be there and me feeling like I should have brought him along with us just because it mm-hmm. would have made me feel better about the situation. Mm-hmm. It could be that. But you're right. If you're going to mm-hmm. play devil's advocate, it could be yeah, a thing I'm where, thinking,
1: where does someone's it come making.
0: From? So is someone giving underhanded like, oh, so we don't see you anymore, Miss Wife. Yes. Like yes. one of those Some things. Because that happens a lot. That does happen. You
1: know, say, oh, no, no, I'm absolutely happy. You know, happy. But, I, you know, I miss my friend. I used to see my friend. Now uh-huh. you don't come out with us no more.
0: Or you show up at the door one day and it's like, oh, look who the wind blew in. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen you since. Let me scroll the calendar back. Like one that, of those things situations. like that
1: happen a lot.
0: That can be possible, too. And shame on yeah. them for making you feel that way. If mm-hmm. that's the case. Um, But I think you should, if anything, like you are getting the the support you need from your husband, see how you can schedule in those dates with family. You know what I mean? If it means Mm -hmm. that much to you, I don't know if it means you going to them more, them coming to you, you guys going out and doing things. I don't think family needs to be forfeited once you get married. No. Especially if it's something you loved and enjoyed before.
1: It doesn't need to be forfeited, but it needs to be an understanding that I'm going to consult with my life partner now. Absolutely. You know, before anything, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's. It's not checking in. It's not being submissive. It's not being a simp. Mm -hmm. It's understanding that if two people agree to be partners in life,
2: Mm -hmm. that
1: person may need to be involved in the decisions I make. You know what I'm saying? And what happens is other people aren't used to you making those provisions if you've become a spouse, right? Mm -hmm. And it typically starts when you become someone's boyfriend or girlfriend. right? right? That becomes
0: the checking in. in. Let me check in and see if I can or if if I, yeah.
1: You know, so it's like your friends, you know, Oh, we're gonna go here. All right, let me let me hit up someone. So they're like, what you what are you hitting them up for? Mm-hmm. Or you gotta ask for permission. Right. Typically, those friends are not in relationships, so right. they don't understand what that means. Right. And you know what I'm saying. And it's and, not
0: a permission thing. It's a no. common decency thing, especially if you like live with somebody. Like absolutely. You you know someone's gonna be out late, and you you're gonna be locking the door or putting the alarm on. Let mm-hmm. me know that you're coming in this house late, so I don't shoot your ass. Like just little things like that. Or it's right. like you, my black man husband, that might be out with friends or or castmates mm-hmm. or whoever at the end of the night and. I need to know that you're going to be coming home safe and sound. So if you're going to be making another stop or you're going to be running late or you're mm-hmm. on your way home, I want to know to look out for you. So it's a simple, common decency thing. It's Absolutely. Not a control thing. It's common decency.
1: But it is also a control thing when your friends want to have control over your life and say that, you know, it, it, that's a control thing. Oh, you got to ask him? Oh, just come, just come. They're trying to control you to get you to make a decision without doing this. Mm. A lot of friends do that, and that creates guilt within people like, damn, I used to be able to just go on my own but now mm. you know say am, am i doing too much right am i moving too fast right. should
0: i be consulting with
1: right and that's you know sometimes friends and family can i don't want to say accidentally but you know unknowingly create guilt in a person mm-hmm. by making those comments remember we talked about the backhanded compliments mm-hmm. people make when you start yeah. to ascend yeah oh what's up hollywood mm-hmm. oh it must must be nice to be you you know say oh you wild lucky mm-hmm. those same comments create you know, guilt within people. Mm -hmm. We talked about survivor's remorse. Mm -hmm. This creates a a sort of guilt within people who are now in relationships. Like, damn, am I, am I moving differently? Am I forgetting about my family? No, you're not moving and forgetting. You're moving the way you're supposed to. If you want to build a life and a partnership with someone.
0: That's a fact. So there you go. Good luck to you all. Yes. All right. Um, if you want to be featured in our listener letter segment, Go ahead and submit an email. It's like the lottery. You know, we might pick you. We might not. But send it anyway. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> send all the emails because we enjoy the love. We love reading everything. Yes. Email us at deadassadvice at gmail.com.
1: That's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C-E. Don't because forget the Kadeen E. Because Kadeen says I always forget the E, the even email. though I think my C rolls in together because mm. I don't forget the E. Because it it's would because if the, I didn't say the E, it'd be deadass Advic.
3: <laughs> and specific. i can't i can't
1: have you go to dead acid vic because we won't ever get, get there so <laughs> we'll never get it's, there it's gonna gmail. be like
0: usps <laughs> the mail ain't never gonna get here y'all yes. never gonna get here
1: so that's deadassadvice at gmail.com
0: what truth moments have we pulled from today's episode we went over all the things we talked about those negative hidden influences sugar-coated goodness the innocence comparison mm-hmm. game the desensitizer the unavoidable negative influences Anything speak to you in that moment of truth time that we have here?
1: Yes, my moment of truth is very simple. Curating your relationship to other people's projections will create a false reality for you and your partner. Mm. Period. I like that. That's just, that's just it. You cannot curate your relationship to anyone else's projections or expectations mm. because you will always fail at trying to meet someone else's expectations. The only person you should curate this relationship with is the person you are in the relationship with.
0: Dead ass. I love that. Deadass. I love that. Um, I think for me that I definitely um, agree with what you said. Um, I think I'm going to talk about from my moment of truth, just the importance of creating boundaries mm-hmm. um, for yourself. Sometimes for people around you, mm-hmm. um, not people, not allowing people to have the comfort level that they feel sometimes to be able to project mm-hmm. on your relationship it could be that friend who's been with you you know, ride or die for years and you feel like knows you best. Be very deliberate about the boundaries that you set for people penetrating your psyche to say, you know what? They may have my best interests at heart or they may just not be equipped to advise me in this moment. Mm-hmm. So I need to turn to my spouse or my significant other and really address them directly. Mm-hmm. My friend can be the sounding board. My friend can be that source of venting. You know, you just have to sometimes get it Mm -hmm. out, but not relying solely on what they say as Bible for you.
1: Yeah. Oh, got to add this. No one else has to understand your relationship for it to be perfect to you. Mm. That is important.
0: That's a good one. The whole
1: world could not understand your relationship. But if you and your partner are in bliss fuck everybody else
0: look at the moment of truth having a whole drop down menu y'all it's like a drop (laughs) down add that to it it's not just one it's not just two we got a lot
1: seriously okay seriously
0: all right now i love it all right y'all well that was a nice little chat that we had here yes ma'am i think y'all should follow us on social media um, that's a good thing to do. <laughs> I mean, even though we talked about social media and boundaries, we hope that you don't have to block us one day because we love to have y'all. <laughs> so uh, Dead Ass the Podcast is our podcast page where we post clips and video and all that good stuff that our team works super, super hard on. So shout out to our team, Josh Mack. Dribble, love y'all. Dribble! <laughs> and you can find me at Kadeen I am.
1: And I am Daval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Deadass. Deadass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at DeadassThePodcast and never miss a thing.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you.